Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter Podcast. It's a brand new week. Who are you going to meet? And what are you going to do with your life? You're probably going to smoke weed and play video games. You're That's 35. Yes, I do. You're 35. <laughs> Look, full disclosure, I fell asleep. I woke up. And so now you're getting you're getting uh, derailed off the chains, Steve. There's no chains. I'm glad that you're bringing this up because I want I wanted to start off the show just going like I'm coming in hot, Steve. You're not like, yeah, he but hot. Will is like uh, I didn't ghost. I fell asleep. You fall asleep on me so many times. That's a lie. And you shit yourself that, when you fall asleep too. Don't that is that. don't try to pretend like that's not true. <laughs> that's true. We all know that that's true. That's true. I will not. So I at least I didn't fall asleep and shit myself. But you did ghost me, man. And you know what? Like, I don't I believe know if, in ghosts. Maybe, maybe the listeners have not heard this, but Steve's other host on the Who Killed the Radio Star podcast, he he did the same thing to me once, all right? And I had, oh like, this horrible God, bit. Here we go. Once. You're right. Once. <laughs> once. And Will had a bit. Everyone, I don't think Will knows what the word bit is because he has held a grudge against <laughs> our friend for, like, two and a half years and called it a bit. It's not a bit. It, no, it was. Yeah, no, you're right. It was, like, a grudge. for a, For the first year, though, I was angry, and then I kind of like stretched into stretched into a bit. But I still. Where did he ghost you? You guys were like supposed to go to Arby's or something. <laughs> <laughs> we had a. <laughs> that's a good good callback. I like that. <laughs> um, uh, no, we were gonna do our own show. All right, Steve or Tyler had me all piped up on this idea of a show that involves sports, and yet the crutch of the show was like I don't know anything about sports. Yeah, you two like were up all night doing cocaine, coming up with ideas for podcasts, and you came Great up with night. like a super master show where you're gonna have nine topics in one show. Guess what? That wasn't Tyler talking. It was the cocaine. It was the cocaine. <laughs> But I believed him. I believed him, and we set a date. And when I set my schedule, man, Steve, you know this. I set my schedule. All right, I'm by the book. Look, you've got a lot of books. There's a lot of books. <laughs> There's a lot of books in my life. Point well, is, Tyler's got all sorts of ideas. You should talk to him now. He's coming to me every day with new podcast ideas. But he, he had one. Yeah, okay. He had one that, idea. <laughs> that's, that, that, that sounds that sounds more more like him. But it's pretty good. I bet it. I we bet really it was. Should ha- we really should have a show with all three of us, but you know, <sighs> look, schedules. so much more coordinating. He plays, he plays sports. I'm a neurotic mess. I get mad at you all the time. Like it's impossible to schedule that kind of stuff. You get mad at yourself all the time. That's a real problem, though. Like, you're just mad at me because you're mad at you. Chapter thirty-one, everybody. <laughs> Chapter thirty-one. Assurances. <laughs> On that note, assurances. Assurances. We're not getting into my life. We're going. We're getting into the story of Perrin. And the the way and how he got his groove back, Perrin and how he got his groove Oof, back. Everybody, look, this is a ride. These these last few chapters. I mean, this is uh, this feels like a direct sequel to Eye of the World. I know the whole series is continuous, but these last few chapters are just picking up right on all of our Emmonsfield favorites. It's and great we're back stuff. in, and uh, you know, I don't know how I feel about all of it, but. I'm very positive. But but I do like it. I mean, this is like is this what we got in season 1 of the show? Like, I, I feel like this is where a lot a lot of stuff was pulled pulled from these chapters specifically. What makes you think that? Just expand on that a little well, bit. Well, we have Elena showing up, right? Or Alana. Alana. Yep. That's so true. Yeah. You can't be you can't be throwing eyes in between A's in this book because it'll <laughs> it'll create whole new characters. Yeah. But <laughs> that's a very good point. Alana showing up with her green warders, right? Yes. Um it's just a lot of those same elements are 
like one of the warders gets this... hit, doesn't he? Or she talks about one of the warders getting um getting hit with the arrow and we had the warder die in the show and Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Like I but the thing is, like, is this the first time we've ever been introduced to Alana? Like, have we not ran into Alana like at the White Tower when Egwene? And... No, I think we have, but brief, like, like briefly. briefly, because I would have, I feel like I would have remembered the two warders. I mean, I sure as hell remember it from the show. It's like, I, it's actually one of the coolest things about the show is that they have this like thr- like this thruple thing going on. I love that. You know? Yeah, very new way. Because well, we the 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 Green Aja multiple warder thing that was explained in the books, right? Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. picked that up. That wasn't the show that gave us that. Yeah, that was you're like, right. That was in, I think, Eye of the World. Yeah, you're right. I think I remember that in the first book. We were talking about it, and we were probably we probably ragged on it a bunch, and like undeservedly so, knowing us. But you're right. I think we did talk about it. And then she disappeared and I, I just, for a while. It's a little, yeah, and it's just a little confusing with the show stuff and the and the book stuff, so it's hard to place where exactly I remember Elena from. Right. But She's back. Perrin, but Perrin does... He he knows Elena and Varen already, so he's met them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only people who don't know who they are is the rest of the Wolf Pack, like Gaul, Fael, Bane, Chiad, the rest of the Wolf Pack. There, uh, Marin knows yeah. knows them because she helps uh, kind of guide them there. Um, Do the dads know them? Abel and Tam. Well, I don't think they know them. I think they. I think it's explained. No, here. they do. They. They bumped into them. They bumped they into them. They got healed by the Aes Sedai. Exactly, because they were like they're doing they're doing like secret ranger stuff out in the in the forest. I love it. These two are out taking care of business. I mean, DCB. at one point, just casually, Abel, it, Matt's dad, is just like, you know, I got shot with an arrow through the heart. I died, and uh, I lived. They brought me back, so you know, pretty cool. <laughs> That's talk, paraphrasing. But. Talk about like just a just a bunch of scenes really well stacked on top of each other. First you have the introduction of Varen and Alana showing up and that like unlocks a whole bunch of memories for both of us. Obviously Alana from the show and just kind of like pieced together the whole two warder thing and like how did it all play out? Um and Varen who we haven't seen since the last book I believe, unless it was really early in this book. Uh Varen mm-hmm. Brown Asia, Brown sister. Oh, brown <laughs> which is great for us because that's like a whole that's a whole pile of content that we can dive right, right like, I don't into. I don't like Varen I don't trust Varen one bit I like Varen Varen maybe I'm doubling, of... maybe I'm doubling back on an opinion I had last book but you know me you know me listeners I flip I'm you a, like Varen I like Varen she gets me like she's she's I see it's her as enough. like a it's not enough like a strategic kind of thinker you know she she's makes like the Professor alliances. Snape without all of the good parts What's the good part of Professor Snape? His hair? Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Right? Uh, yeah, that's good. The hair. Well, for our headcanon, why not we Why not we just say... Alan Rickman is Varen. Alan Rickman is Varen. We can just do that. Yeah. It's our show. So when Done. we get to the RPG, Varen inevitably shows up at some point, I'm going to have to do my best set for Snape. My best Alan Rickman. Are you ready for that? I don't know if I'm ready for it, but are you? Pata, pata. Pata, 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 pata. How does that sound? That was terrible, but I think you're onto something. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty good. Uh, so we have the the introduction of those two, Varen and uh, uh, Alana. No, you know, hold on. You know, what we do get an introduction of in this chapter right off the start is a faint aroma of beans and ham. Oh and I yes, I can't believe that you just brushed over that because it is you're explicitly right. written out. 
within right, you're you know, right. like the first page of this book of this chapter. It is it is a very beans important and thing. ham. I think that Let's also fucking go. That, I think that also adds Let's that feeling. Go! <laughs> it adds to the feeling that we still we're back to the eye of the world, right? Because the eye of the world was always about the smells. It was about beans. It was about hams and meats and cheeses and breads. You know. I certainly about cheese and breads. I don't know how many beans and ham we got. I like the combo of beans and ham. If you got a combo something with beans, what do you pick? Go right away. Oh, beans? Oh, hamburger. Hamburger? Yeah. Mm, I like a wiener. Yeah, you get hamburger. I like a wiener with some beans. Yeah, that's the way I do it. Beaner and beans. I mean, oh, you could also just do... Hamburger and be- oh, like an actual burger and a side of beans? <laughs> no, not like an actual burger. I mean like like hamburger ground. Ground beef just mixed Gra- in the beans. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a chili if you if you close your eyes and think of it. It's kind of like a chili. You know, there's no tomatoes. No. And no, but you can like if you have a hot sauce, can we have like a hot but sauce? You can just put tomato. You can just put tomatoes in it too. You could. Boom, makeshift chili. What else? Okay, what Chapter about you? Thirty-one. What about you? Beans, beans, and something. Where's it going? I told you, wiener. Beans and wiener. Yeah, that's not bad. That's about, is there a British term for that? Is that a is that a banger and mash? <laughs> that is uh yeah, I don't know. A wiener and beans? <laughs> the beanie wiener. I think I drank at that pub when I was in London. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a a, a hash gromtel. Half something like that. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> Chapter thirty one. Chapter, Chapter thirty one assurances. Assurances. Uh then we have another scene with um the warders coming back, and there's a whole bunch of conf- uh, conversation here. Perrin like hates Aes Sedai, and everybody's like, "Dude, they're trying to protect us," and he's like, "Fuck them!" You know, they're Aes Sedai. There's, there's, they're, they're, they're greasy. You know, and uh, the only two people that can back him up on this is our boys, Tam and Abel, who just burst through the door, and they're just so stoic, and they've just been out in the mud, and they've got like. They just like, oh, like the, this idea of Tam and Abel running around the forest, like hunting Trollocs, dealing with the white cloaks, like that's badass, man. That is just great, like Tom level stuff. Oh, yeah. This is, it is, it is Tom level. It is right on. This is, this is why we're here, right? Yeah. I don't know if I even want to hear, read anything about the rest of these characters. I just want more t- table. I want more table. That's what we're going to call them. Tam and Abel table. Table match. Huh? I want more table. and But I will say, the omission of Abel in the show concerns me. Well, we won't have this. We won't have this moment. of Abel's character and how far. Yeah, because well, we won't have this. I don't know. I guess he is in the show, but they made him like an alcoholic. He's like a, he's like a waste of skin. Like, but. You could do a redemption. No, arc. just because he has an addiction doesn't mean he's a waste of skin. I apologize. We could use his skin when he dies to do anything. It doesn't need to be wasted. You're correct. Yes, I am sorry. Uh, but you could do a redemption arc story. You know, if they want to take that route. But I don't know if they have enough. You know, show to do that. It's only six episodes. No, I think it's eight for the next season. Eight? Okay. Yep. I th- you might I squeeze in two. Could be wrong about you that. Could, you could, could squeeze, be wrong. You could. I mean, Last of Us had a complete offshoot episode, and it was the best one in the entire season. You can do that with Abel. You know, it probably is six. Probably is six. <laughs> <laughs> then he has no hope. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now he's not in the show, as far as we know. It feels like we're being robbed at this kind of moment. 
knowing that that this is coming in the show where we see Tam and Abel just you know being badasses together. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe the show got something better up in sleep. I do like the fact that they never gave up on the boys. You know, like Matt's like or uh, Abel's like Matt's my son. Tam's like Rand's my son. Parents, dad's not there. He's dead. <laughs> but they will all. Yeah, he's. They're all. I mean, they're all dead. Yeah. Parents. Uh, Tam and Abel, they went Family. to Tarvalon to kind of go like search for their kids and and get some answers. Like, why did this up? I Sedai Moraine like took them and whisked them away to something. Like, it's uh, it's good for them, man. I'm really happy. Really happy for this. All right, <clears throat> now we got to go into the next two bits here because the t- uh, the chapter t- takes a very Dragon Reborn uh, left left turn at Albuquerque, where we're seeing from uh, I think in the the in the uh, Dragon Reborn, we were still seeing a lot of the white cloak stuff from Bornhold's point of view, but I'm not entirely sure. We are yeah. seeing this next event all through Dane Bornhold's eyes. And I love the fact that we're getting such like a kind of a, like a dark look inside the workings of the white cloaks. Like, like they're, they're working with Pat and Fane now, like known as Ordeeth. And like, he's like got guys checking in on him he's like he doesn't even trust them that much but they've got this thing to do but they're so like militaristic i kind of dig the society that's going on here but this guy's dick well dane look he's got he he's got a grudge he's got a grudge (laughs) to pay looking for grudge match (laughs) ding 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 because jeffram is dead yeah Jeffrem his one less born hold, right? Jeffrem is dad. Yeah, Jeffrem dad. <laughs> no, I didn't say Jeffrem is dad. I said Jeffrem is dead, but Jeffrem is dad. Jeffrem is dad. I believe. <laughs> it's hard to remember. And, one of them is dead. And and it's interesting, right? Because with this whole side of things with the children of light here, while they're referring to the the Taviran and the girls, the Emmonsfield Five, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Referring to them as dark friends constantly. And it's just really, it's really, <clears throat> it's really strange reading this because it's like clearly these people are evil. But it's that sort of thing where you're seeing the side of evil justified their own actions and motivations yeah. under the perceived name of good from their perspective, from a certain point of view. They're still kicking so, Trolloc butt. They're still doing it. They still don't like Trollocs or anything like that. But them even just referring to like Perrin as a dark friend and not being wrong in what they're inferring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're Perrin... calling them they're calling them dark friends because they think they have powers to channel or they have powers to turn on the wolves well, or they've got powers to have a good hat or whatever it is. And Perrin's also kind of responsible for a lot of their friends and family dying <laughs> in horrible. I mean, if horrible you're gonna ways. hate anyone here, Perrin is probably the one. <laughs> So it's like, you know, eh, I don't know. You can, but you can see their point of view. I, I respect that. Once he starts talking with this other character, what was it? What's this guy's name? Uh, Biar. Biar. Not Biar. Odi. Oh, Ordeeth. Or, or, or Ordeeth. Or this is Pat and Fate. I mean, at that point, though, how are you just like, like these, like, I, I guess, okay, so I, this is a chapter that I, with the, uh, I did the audiobook for this one. Gotcha. And sometimes the audiobook, I mean, it's great, right? 
it's um very well done and the the performances if we want to call them that for the different voice changes are really good but once we got here um you didn't understand what he was saying did you? It, no it literally became my fucking skeleton voice <laughs> ah, yes there's no need for me to hide my voice anymore yes mm, yeah bad and pain good to meet you you know with a bit of a uh a, a cadence change your skeleton voice is very close to david lynch hello i've been a skeleton this whole time <laughs> <laughs> on the north note of ordeath uh we find out at the end of this chapter that this motherfucker has got a fade chained up. Yeah, that was kind of just like dropped in at the end, like a little. I wasn't expecting that. He's he's got a fade chained up, and he's gonna he's gonna do something weird with him. I don't not a, I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, we don't know what he's gonna do. How do you keep that out. quiet? Because like, aren't fades like known for like just their screeching, horrible voices? <laughs> Oh, that, never, never mind that. Um, <laughs> this is a little tie into my other podcast, Who Killed the Radio Star? But we recently covered a story there where a man was on an airplane with a bunch of rattlesnakes in a toolbox, and the way he was covering <laughs> up the smell, he was covering up the sound of the of the rattlesnakes was making farty noises with his mouth, <laughs> and which is real. <laughs> so I like I now I'd like to think the same thing where it's like there's a fade chained up in the other room that's just like. <laughs> And, and then, he's like, ooh, 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 what did, he, what did I eat? People are like, is that a monster back there? No. No, no. No, it's no. gas. No, just, uh, it is too many beans and wieners for me. I need a lot of spam. You know, this, a lot uh, of spam. <laughs> this military lifestyle, just, uh, hard on the guts, you know? I'm more of a fruit. You've had military rations before you ever eat those? No, have you? I have. I've had Canadian military rations, so I cannot speak for the American ones. American ones. Okay. But, um, I had the tortellini. Tortellini. With uh, the appetizer of the uh, garlic cheesy bread and a uh, glass of Merlot. Sounds actually pretty good. <laughs> I actually did have tortellini, though. It was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I wonder, I wonder, like, if we're, if you can get those rations. I don't know what it was. It wasn't like, tortellini. It was like pass or something. It was a long time ago. Some <laughs> We probably have someone listening to this. Who's like fucking? Well, I never got tortellini when I was in there. <laughs> like, what? Where did you get this? We're all just fed like just like horrible pasta. Uh, that sounds. I'll try it if there's an MRE out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a really now that I'm speaking of it and thinking of it. You know, it wasn't a good idea for me to bring it up because I don't remember a lot of the experience because it was about 15 years ago. But I do remember that it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. That's good to know. Well, Steve. It wasn't that bad. On that note. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. (laughs) On that note, Steve, let's wrap up this chapter. We got Fade tied up in Ordeath. Ordeath's room. Pat and Fane's room. We got to know where this goes. This this book is picking up now. I'm I'm a little more energized and pumped up for this. No, I've been really liking it. I've been really liking it the last little bit. Since we got Wolfpack, I'll never go back. Look, we got Wolfpack. We we got characters I love. We haven't been spending a lot of time with um you know what it you know what it's been nice, and I will say? We haven't been spending a lot of time with overpowered wizards. Ah and it's I you know, I like it's I like it when we do, but it's like it feels like 
there's nothing that is going to stop Rand at the end of the day. <laughs> like at this point, <laughs> you know, it's like even even a lot of the Aes Sedai and and Egwene and everyone, it's it's tough because they got they got a lot of powers that a lot of other people don't have. Yeah. So it's just Rand is OP. There's a level of danger that doesn't feel that it never really feels like it's there with, yeah. the, with a lot of them. Yeah, Rand um, and his crew, all the wizards and stuff. And I think what also kind of loses us is the um, the magic system in and of itself. I still like after four books, I have a very vague understanding of the magic system. Yeah. Well, that's and why it, there's fourteen. And it just it seems like the time. system like changes whenever it needs to. And I guess that's kind of the point of magic. It's supposed to be that kind of like... It's called writing, fool. Yeah, it's I supposed to be that crutch. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, it's just like, okay, there's a portal stone. And it takes you right to Quiet. Rudian. Quiet. Why, why not wait, Gabe? Writing a new book. Shh, shut the fuck up. You know? And Willie would cry all day. He'd rest his head underneath Steve's bosom. You better be careful, man. I'm still mad at you. Nestle it closely. Nuzzle it closely as the tears rolled down his breast. Magnificently. I hate you so much. Thank you for listening to today's chapter. Chapter... I don't fucking even know. What are even our numbers anymore? I gotta go to the doctor. I just looked at these numbers and they just blurred all together. (laughs) To today's episode, have yourself a great rest of your day. We will see you back here tomorrow for chapter 32. Questions to be asked. It is your pal Will here, as always, like I do at the end of every single episode. I'm here to thank the four most important people to this show. That's right, our Gouda Grandmasters. I've got Big Cheese Daddy, Nick Korn, Degree for Women, and Hilder. Thank you guys so much for everything you do to support the show. Uh, We honestly can't do it without you guys. So if you're listening right now and you're like, I like these guys. I like these boys. They They do a lot of boy stuff on this show. I don't even know what that means. I just, I have a cat and every time I hang out with him i'm just like are you doing boy stuff and he just looks at me and goes ah. i'm like yeah 
I don't know what I'm on right now. If you like the show and you wanted to support us, head over to the link uh, to our Patreon. It's in the description. Pick a tier and get a weekly bonus podcast featuring your cheese boys.